And as I was praying, the Lord was speaking to me. I said, there is a need for bringing the church in an order. Bring the what? The church in an order. And good enough, he touched this morning the same message I was to share with you as the what? As the church or the body of Christ. Praise Jesus. Uh, we're going to read in the book of Acts. The book of Acts. And that is chapter... Chapter 2. Hallelujah. Can you read uh, verse 1 up to 4? Are we there in your Bibles? Oh, okay. It says, And when the day of the Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Praise Jesus. So, when Jesus had gone, he promised that wait on for the what? The promise of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, for them to wait for the feeling of the Holy Spirit, they had it to gather in one what? In one place, and the Bible said they were in one accord, meaning they were now people of one mind, purpose to do what? Something. And I don't think they were only waiting for a few hours, it may have taken some good what? Days. While they are waiting in the upper room in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus. It was like there were soldiers who were waiting to be equipped so that they may be released to go on a what? On a mission. Hallelujah. Uh, you were talking about discipleship, uh, meaning you are, you are training people and equipping them in order to send them to go and change the what? The world. And to transform the what? The world. There is no way you you will go. They send you when you are not equipped enough, isn't it? And that's the reason why you are doing discipleship. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble. Praise the living God. Uh, a baby who, who has been just born, you cannot give a baby nyama chomo. Amen? It is not possible. Even some, some other food huh? you cannot give to a child because the intestines are still what? Are, are still so weak. It cannot digest, uh, it cannot even digest the Irish potato, isn't it? Amen? So if you are still a baby in the Lord, they cannot give you nyama chomo because it will kill you. So if you are still a baby, you cannot be seen to go and change the what? The world. So you must be discipled, as they are talking, discipled, equipped, so that you go when you are armed enough. You know when the world, they go outside there, they ask you a lot of questions. And some of them would ask you, say, I think I don't know how I can what? 
respond to what? To this. But when you are equipped enough, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you go as a soldier of the Lord to go and what? And change the world. You go with a purpose within your heart that this, we are men and women on what? On a mission. So that is what verse 1 has said. That, and where they, when they are the, the day of Pentecost was fully come, they are with one. They were, they were all with one accord in one place. Two. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a, a rushing might wind. And it filled the house they were sitting. Praise the Lord. What came down was so glorious. Something that has never happened before. Praise the Lord. You can imagine people sitting or the Nairobi city watching and they see a rushing strong wind coming from where? From heaven. Hallelujah. And it just came and landed on a Gongo Road Deliverance what? Church. Don't you, don't you think people in Nairobi city will run to see where did this land exactly? Was this a missile? What happened? Amen? Even those who are working for intelligence, they have to come and really find out what has what? What exactly landed? Praise Jesus. So, it, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Rushing mighty what? Wind. I believe when a rushing mighty wind comes down, it comes for destruction, isn't it? There is no way such a wind will come in a place and leave the place the same. You will find houses scattered, isn't it? You will find trees down on the ground. Hallelujah. But this was not the rushing wind that came to cause destruction. But on the side of the kingdom of the devil, it came to bring destruction. But when it came to the lives of people, it came to bring a what? A change. Part B. And it filled the house where they were sitting. You can't imagine that the wind came. And then it entered the house. And then it filled the what? House. Hallelujah. I don't know how they can call. I, I don't know how the scientists can call that. Praise Jesus. That the wind will come. It will enter a place. And then it will fill the what? It is not water. That the flood came and what? Entered the house and then it filled a house. And that is why God sometimes confuses the scientists and they, they don't know what even to what? To say. Praise Jesus. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of what? Of fire. Hallelujah. The rushing wind that came down turned into what? Into what? Into cloven tongues, like what? As a fire. And it sat upon each one of what? Upon each one of them. Meaning every, pers every person received the what? Received a portion. Hallelujah. 
I pray that that is what should happen upon our what? Upon our lives. And it says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. The Bible says people ran from different places. So what has happened? They hear somebody speaking different what? Different language. Say, ah. I hear people speaking in Uganda. I hear people speaking in Swahili. I hear people speaking in Zulu. I hear people speaking in Yoruba. And all different languages were being spoken. That same what? That same place. Praise the living God. So, when the Holy Spirit comes down, your life is not only changed, but the communities get changed. Lives are transformed to the glory of what? To the glory of God. Do you know that the disciples who were so fearful, who were so weak, became so bold enough, and they spoke of the word of God with all boldness, that nobody could threaten them. There came time, if you tell Peter that I'm going to kill you, he said, oh, I'm very grateful. Like it happened to Paul. Paul was not a man you can threaten. You're going to kill him. Because if you kill me, I go to the Father. I go to rest. If I remain, I preach the gospel. So the devil gets confused. Amen? We kill this guy. He goes where? To the Father. And going to the Father, he has gone in a glorious place. Hallelujah. And he stays. He's giving us trouble. So he leaves the enemy. What? Confused. I say, okay. Let us leave him so that we continue to torture him. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. We are in a moment where we need to bring the church back in order. And what is the church? You are the church, isn't it? We are not talking about all the churches in Nairobi coming together in unity. Is when we will call now this is a church. Even if that is what it's supposed to what? Supposed to be. But you are the church. You are the temple of the living God. If only as the church in Gong Road will come in an order and say, we are going to seek God. We are going to be in one accord. We are going to call upon the name of God. And when that that the power of God comes upon only the few who have determined to bring a change. The lives of people can never be the same. A nation can never be the what? Can never be the same. It doesn't take a multitude of people for the, a nation to be a change. It only takes people who are determined. Men and women who are what? Who are determined to make a difference. Saying even if we die... Let us die for who? For God. Men and women with a heart of what? Of determination to make a difference. Those are the people God is looking for today. Praise Jesus. Do you remember that after they are filled with the Holy Spirit, they went, that same day, the Bible says, thousands of people came to who? To the Lord. Because People started experiencing what they have never experienced before in their lives. Hallelujah. 
I read somewhere where I found a Stephen, a man who was filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? Filled with the Holy Spirit. He stood and summarized the whole book, the whole book of what? Of the Old Testament. And added on other four books. He summarized it in only a very short difference. When people looked at him, the Bible said that they saw him, he was looking like an angel. Hallelujah. I think you have read it there. When they looked at him, he was looking now like an angel. A man who could summarize the whole Old Testament within just only one chapter. Praise Jesus. And when they looked at him, said, no, we must turn him to death. But before they did that, he looked up and said, I see the son of God standing on what? On the right hand of God, of the father. Was, in, was, was that not so glorious? You can't imagine. You just see and say, oh, I see Jesus. Heaven open. And the son of God standing on the right hand of what? Of the father. It takes somebody who is spiritually, who is spiritually transformed. Praise the living God. And you know what happened? So when he spoke like that, he just picked his stones and what? But he said, Father, while I was telling them, forgive them because they don't know what they what. What if it was you? They are stoning you. You simply say, God, punish them. May hell be their what? Their portion. Praise Jesus. And they were stoning him. He said, God, forgive them because they don't know what they are doing. It takes somebody who is transformed to speak such words. Isn't it? They have, they have beaten me several times in the streets of Cairo. But I go back sometimes home crying and say, God, the people you have sent me to pray for, they are the ones beating me every night. I say, God, bless them. Praise Jesus. I'm telling the truth. Very few people who have lived in Arab countries live blessing them. They initially live cursing them. Because of the way they treat what? The way they treat you. You can't imagine you're just somewhere seated, you're praying, people come and they're just slapping you and they punch you around. You are you are walking on the street and you just hear a very heavy slap on you. You have not done anything. You just say, God, forgive. Because they don't know. But it takes a heart of transformation. If my wife, she's, she's here. She will tell you what I've gone through. There are times I went back home, my, my face is swollen. They just found me in one place. God had told me to be praying there for some good time. They find me, I was praying. They were around seven boys. That's me. Do you take drugs? I just kept quiet. Do you smoke? I just kept quiet. Ask me, I said, what do you want from me? By the time I realized my face was no longer looking like my face. Punching, slapping. I, I can't imagine. By the time I, I wake up, the, all of them have run away. I, I, I looked around. Where have they gone? I even got a taxi. I got an Uber. I rushed around with it. Around, so if I at least get one. 
I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that he goes also to the police station. Praise Jesus. But I feel I just went back home. My wife looked at me and said, oh, what happened? I said, the work of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. So, but it takes a heart of transform, a transformed heart in order to what? To do that. Praise the living God. But this is what happened. Stephen saw the heaven open. Isn't it? And Jesus standing on the right hand. The Bible says when Jesus went to heaven, what happened? He sat on the right hand of the Father. Isn't that what the Bible says? But now, Jesus could not sit down to watch his son return back home. He has to stand to honor his servant. Do you get that point? Jesus stood to welcome Stephen back home. Son, you have done a great work. You have died on what? On a mission. Praise God. It makes a difference when Jesus who is seated on the right hand of the Father to stand and welcome you. It is a honor. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So if we are to make a difference, we now must return back to the cross. Returning to the cross is a place where we, we are purchased. When we return back to the cross, then we have to go back to the place of where the church was born, that is in the upper room. Being in one accord, together, united together, praying together, and taking all it takes. We must be men and women on the mission with the heart of changing lives and transforming lives. And that is how we are going to see revival taking place. As you continue reading the book of, of Acts, you'll find that there's a time when one man came to the apostle and said, ah, is it possible if you can sell me some of the powers you have? Hallelujah. So he was imagining that if I can get such power, I'll make money. I'll be rich. Isn't it? And what the apostle tell him? So do you think this is a purchase? Is, is bought by what? By money. We do not receive, we do not buy it. Praise the living God. It means when this man looked at the power the apostles were displaying, he just said, if I can have this, I can really turn the people's lives upside down and I'll be very wealthy. Hallelujah. But what the apostles received was to be given out freely. That everywhere they are going, the demons were trembling. Praise the living God. Because of time, when you continue reading mostly the book of Acts, what is it? Why is it called the book of Acts? You know, it is very important always to read the word with revelation. Why is it called the book of Acts? It is a book of action. It was a moment of action. Apostles were always in what? Action. They were men and women on what? On action. Praise the Lord. That's why it's called in the, it's called the book of what? Book of Acts. So if we're to see a difference, you must be men and women of action. Hallelujah. 
Many of you watch action movies, isn't it? Isn't it? Don't pretend that you don't watch them. I do watch them. And mostly me, I like the inspiring ones. Hallelujah. Where I watch, I say, I, I get strength. This is what I'm supposed what? to do. Do you know that even those movies, the ones they call actors, they say they don't die. Isn't it? They call them actors. At the end, they're the ones who what? Survive. Praise God. Most of those films, they act them basing on the real things that happen. Hallelujah. If you watch what is hap- what happened in Iraq, you know, we used to watch movies and say, ah, those movies are just what? Uh, things, they just manipulate around. But if they, they, they really show you what happened in Iraq, is gonna, oh, I think these are movies which, which, which we used to what? Which we used to watch. Praise God. We must be men and women of action, determined to make a difference. And that is the only way we are going to change lives and transform lives to the glory of what? To the glory of God. Hallelujah. So I said we must go back to the cross where we were purchased. And secondly, we must return to the upper room where the church was born. And from that our lives can never be the same. Do you know revival starts with you? It starts with an individual. It goes to the family. It goes to the community. It goes to the church. And then it goes to the whole church. Hallelujah. How many people are in the upper room? How many people are in the upper room? Somehow the Bible talks about 100 and what? 20. Praise God. But you know after they were filled, that same moment, thousands of people were what? Were added to them. When they started moving, preaching the gospel, when you go, when you go to other verses, when you go to other chapters of the book of Acts, you will find that every now and then thousands were being added to to them. For example, it says here in in Acts, uh, that same Acts, chapter 2, verse 4. What does it say? Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. 3, what? 3,000 souls. Praise God. Just because of what happened. 3,000 souls is not what? And it is a matter. You can't just win such a crowd unless you were a different person. Praise the living God. There are some other places I'm telling you, no matter how, how you know scriptures, you're open from Genesis up to Revelation, when you are talking from one scripture to another script, uh, scripture that you know knowledge, they will just look at you. Amen? What they want, they want the words in action. As the man of God said that Jesus was with them confirming the what? The word with the miracles, signs, and wonders 
following what? Following them. If we are to make a difference, miracles and signs and wonders must follow us. Praise Jesus. Do you know there is a man who came and he brought all his things he was using for witchcraft. He brought them. Books. What? He brought them and he burnt them and received Jesus. Hallelujah. If we are filled, we are empowered, we will see witches and sorcerers running, coming to church to give their life to Jesus. Do you believe that? And we have seen it happen. Do you know when you are filled, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, do you know that you can, you can banish rain in Nigeria? You are here. You banish rain in Nigeria. You believe that? It means you, you just press some buttons and you banish rain there. Hallelujah. Because when you feel you operate in what? In two realms. In the spiritual realm and in the physical realm. Hallelujah. They see you, you are walking on the street, you are praying in tongues, but, but the prayers you are praying that bring a destruction in the kingdom of the devil. Hallelujah. I remember one pastor where they were on a crusade somewhere. They were praying the crusade was taking place. After some few hours, the witch doctor came and, and he came with the police said, this pastor has abandoned my shrine. Hallelujah. And the, the case was so serious. And the, the police failed how, he failed how to handle the case. They asked the, the, what, the witch doctor, how did they burn the shrine? Did they come and put a fire on it or what happened? He said, no, the shrine catch fire and I know these are the people who have what? Who have done it. Hallelujah. He said, if they really have burned your shrine, they did not come with the fire and they put it on. But they are far and they burn your shrine. It's better you join them. That's the only way you can what? They are more powerful than you. Hallelujah. So that is what we can do when you are filled with the what? With the Holy Spirit. We bring changes and the transformation. Hallelujah. There is one American who was staying near one church in, in Kampala. So he went and reported the church to the police. And he said, these people make for me noise. I can't sleep. Hallelujah. And then they came and gave the report to the church. He said, you know what? You are inconveniencing this man. According to, I said, is it human right? Oh, I don't know how you call it. Human what? The environment. Hallelujah. So you are causing havoc in the environment. People can't sleep. You are making for them noise. Hallelujah. But they would rather hear the music, the discourse making noise everywhere. They will not say anything. Isn't it? So that sound is good for them. When it comes to church, they make noise for us. The pastor went to the police and you know, I have given this man 24 hours to leave Uganda. And you know what happened? Within 24 hours, the boss in the U.S., they called him and said, we have transferred you to another place. He left. Praise Jesus. When we speak things, when we are filled, things happen. And I don't think that man, his life never remained the same. 
He left Uganda and said, oh, I was joking. Praise God. He was joking. He put himself in what? In trouble. Hallelujah. So when we will stand the ground as the children of God, we will see a revival taking place. I have watched it. This one city we went to in Upper Egypt. A city was under bondage, but God delivered it. There was a great revival that took place. The first day, it was a conference of three, day, three days. The first day was around 300 people. Second day was more than 700. And the last day was more than 1,000 people. In this, Muslims were coming, you know, hiding, and they were giving their life to who? To Christ. Hallelujah. And do you know in this church, there are people outside with guns who are guarding. And the people who are guarding outside, they are Muslims. Praise Jesus. And do you know that when they see that, they go back home and ask, no, what we have seen is something we have never seen. What? We have never seen it before. And that is what the church is lacking. And that is what we need to, to return back and to cry to God that that is what we need to see. There was a great problem happening between that city and another Muslim city. They could kill each other. The government failed to solve the problem there. But after we left, the elders from the brother sides came and sat down. And the peace, they made peace between each other. Do you know that there are some issues which nations are going through which they cannot manage to solve, but it's you as a church? Do you know that there are some issues, some problems the UN is trying to handle and is out of their what? Out of their power to manage, to solve. But you're the only person who have the answer to that. Praise Jesus. Do you know that there are some situation is taking place in the nation or in the nations around. But the church is the answer to solving those what? Solving those problems. I pray that you will really understand what we are. Identifying who we are, and discovering who we are. And that is what will make a big difference. Praise Jesus. Who of you, if you love to be a Marine? You love to be a Marine. A Marine. Those trained commandos. Praise Jesus. There are those, there are those they call Navy SEAL. Those ones who are highly trained, they go on on special missions. And if they are sent on a mission, the enemy there is in trouble. Praise God. I pray that God will really make you to identify and discover who you are. If you're a Marine, you know what? If you're a Navy SEAL, you know that you, are, you have special mission to do. Do you know as there is a high, there are ranks in the military in the same way there are ranks among us as the children of God? Do you know that or not? So if you don't know how you can identify your area of operation, then you put the church at risk. Amen? Some of you are Navy SEAL. And the enemy comes to attack. You are, do, you are not doing what? doing anything. 
So we are in a moment where God, where we need to reposition ourselves, standing positioned in our rightful places. And that is when we are going to see things around change and transform to the glory of God, to the glory of God. Praise Jesus. Do you know that there came a time when the apostles came and had, they were women who were neglected. They were not serving them rightly. I don't know whether they are these widows, eh? Amen? And Paul said, and the apostles said, are we going to live doing the work of evangelism? And we said, you know, we come and started doing what you're supposed to do. Amen? Do you know why the church is weak? Because there are people who have left their areas of responsibility. They are not standing positioned in their rightful what? Rightful place. Hallelujah. Uh, do you know when you continue, when you, you read in the other, cha uh, other chapters of the book of Acts, where they said they were breaking bread in one accord, that every now and then, people, multitudes were being added unto what? Unto them. Means the kingdom of God every now and then was growing. There are people who sold their properties. Somebody just sells the, hand, the land and brings their money to what? To church. Without being what? Us, isn't it? When we read there, did the apostles say, people, you go and sell your houses, go and sell your lands, Bring their money. We want to use it for the gospel. No. People just perceived within them that there is a need for finances in order to run the mission. Isn't it? So with that need, people just went. This one sells the land. He brings the money. Puts at the feet of the apostles. This one goes and sells the house and brings the what? Do you remember one man and his wife? Who went and sold the land. And then the man keeps his son. He brings it. He puts it. The people say, was this not your land? He said, did we tell you that you go and say this? He said, no. But why did you keep some of the amount of the money? <laughs> Hallelujah. So the Bible said the man just collapsed. And what? And died. After some time, the wife comes. She has not known what has happened to the husband. She come already. The husband has been what? Buried. Hallelujah. She comes and says, eh, what happened to you? Was not the land yours? Say yes. You sold the land a big amount of money. Say yes. But you have kept some. What went wrong? They said the feet that he buried your husband is coming for you. She also collapsed and died. Hallelujah. You can imagine the apostles did not tell them to go and sell their land. But now it's like this. You have lied to the Holy Spirit. Do you know that evangelism still is not doing well because there are people who are supposed to finance the work of God without being asked by the super guru in their pockets? Isn't it? Super guru, eh? Even when they push their hands in their pockets, even their hands remains there. Hallelujah. When there is a need, you don't need anybody to tell you that we need to go for evangelism. Can I come to Egypt here without a ticket? 
It takes money, isn't it? Now tell me if the church will go for evangelism without what? Without money. You put your pastor, you, your pastor will develop high blood what? Pressure. I pray it will not happen. Praise Jesus. He wants the church to what? To grow. He prays, God, I want to watch the church to grow. How can the church grow without evangelism? And how can there be evangelism without funding? Praise Jesus. Do you know that it makes the ministry very difficult? Hallelujah. You need to locate your area of operation. If God called you to be a financer, do it well and right without anybody asking you. Amen? And you who is an intercessor, do it with all your heart because that is your area of what? Your area of operation. In the next service, can we pray? We stand up and pray. Hallelujah. Did you pick something from what I've shared with you? Identify yourself in the Lord. Rediscover yourself in the Lord. Go back to the cross where you are purchased. That is where you will know the price that purchased you. And go back to the upper room that you get filled. And from there, your life will never be the same. Your family will never be the same. The ministry God has entrusted unto you will never be the same. Your community will never be the same. And the church, the community, and the nation will never be the same. Can you raise up your hands to the Lord? Oh, Father, we thank you, Jesus. We give you full praise, glory, and honor, Father. Glorious is your name, mighty is your name. There is none who can be compared to thee. O King of glory and King of honor, Father, thank you for your sons and your daughters, Almighty God, who have come under this roof, O King of glory. Father, I lift them before you, Jesus. Father, let your Holy Spirit come and fill them, that if, Father, you can enable them to identify their selves in you, rediscover their selves in your mighty gang. That they may stand positioned in their rightful places of operation, Almighty God and Mighty King. Father, I decree and declare, Father, that their life will never be the same from this moment. Their families will never be the same from this moment, O oh God. Empower them like you have never done before. Refuel them, Almighty God and Mighty King. Energize them, Heavenly Father, faithful Father, Almighty God. Above all, King of glory, let your glory and light shine upon them, O King of glory and King of honor. Father, we thank you for what you have done and what you are going to do. I seal this word, Father. I spoken into their life of Jesus. Father, may this word bear fruits unto them, O King of glory and King of honor. Father, we thank you. We give you full praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and believed. Amen. Amen. God bless you.